Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's a great Monday morning uh, here in Denver, Colorado. And I hope that things are great where you're at. I see Ronnie is on that uh, either elliptical or treadmill getting it in. And uh, just uh, it's a motivation for me to make sure I get my workout in today. Um, really excited to share with you some of the, the information we're going to talk about today. I know this is a Monday mindset and we will definitely talk about mindset here on the front end. But I'm really excited to share with you some of the things that I'm doing to be able to adjust in this market. And we're going to talk about those things. And really, our, our topic today is how to, to pivot uh, when your business is in a slump. And, and again, you, you're not alone if you're experiencing that right now in this current market. Uh, with the interest rates going up, it's definitely had an effect on our ability to, to be able to do business the way that we've been able to do it over the past uh, you know, several years. And I would like to say that you know, 2020, when we started in the pandemic in about March of 2020, it was kind of the, the first uh, wave of being able to pivot or adjust um, in a market because that was exactly what we had to do. But during that time, honestly, the pivot was easy. The pivot worked in our favor because what happened is the interest rates went down, which made it a, a huge uh, seller's market where buyers were taking advantage of 2.75, 3.25% interest rates. And we had buyers falling into our laps and multiple offers on our listings. And it was it was a great time. It was a, a great time for the business, a very um, you know uh, changing time in the in our communities and and what was going on around us. But we had to figure out how to make the adjustment, how to make the pivot, and we did that. We did it very well. I think what we're seeing now is another time in in our history of of real estate of where it's going to be needed that we make a pivot. And I have to, we have to look at 2020 as practice. It was practice in a way that it would work in our favor for those that did make the pivot, and most people did. Now, what we're seeing right now is many people are leaving the industry because this particular pivot is not as easy. It's, it, there, there comes with, it comes with challenges. It comes with um, really not knowing how to to navigate this. And I'm going to share with you a few different things that, that I've done. Uh, 22 years in real estate, I made a lot of pivots. You know, I, I started in the time when it was a seller's market and in uh, 2001, I went through the recession. Uh, I went through doing short sales. I went through uh, doing the, the REOs and foreclosure sales and um, selling HUD homes. Uh, one, one of the things that I learned early on is to pivot, to make those adjustments based off of what was going on in the market. And that's uh, really just kind of what we're having right in this moment. And that's something that they don't necessarily teach you 
in in real estate school. And I don't think you necessarily even get it when you get to a brokerage and you're learning how to market, you're learning how to brand, you're learning how to to door knock, all the things that you need to to learn how to do. There's never really a conversation around being able to adjust with the market. So I want to kind of share with you again, when, when I say the word pivot, I often think of basketball. And pivot in basketball is a move that a player makes to change direction. He's adjusting to the uh, the certain the current circumstances of where he's trying to go to the basketball goal. So he's trying to get to his goal, and he has to make adjustments uh, to be able to do that. And then once those adjustments are made, you know he's uh, he then you know makes a decision to go in that that direction and then once the the decision is made it's one thing to make a decision but then there's a whole another thing to execute so you have to actually execute on that that goal and and move in that direction and that's really what it comes down to it's not just you know changing direction but it's also executing on the direction that you you change to go into and understanding that that's the the full process of a pivot. It's not just the movement of moving left to right to go around an obstacle to get to the goal. It's actually moving in that direction, executing, and then going toward back towards the goal again. And that's it's really no different in real estate. So we have to be able to do those same steps in regards to what's going on in the market. And we have to do it from a standpoint of a mindset, really, of knowing that the decision that we make in many cases uh what i'm going to share with you what i've been doing there was no um i didn't have a blueprint to say okay i can follow something someone else has done because it it hasn't been needed to uh we haven't needed it in our market so i had to kind of be the first in regards to uh, one of the particular things that i'm going to talk to you about uh of doing it and i had to when I said, okay, I'm gonna have to be the first, I'm gonna have to figure this out. And then what I wanna do is be able to share it with others, share it with my my team, share it with my organization, share it with the other agents that are part of the agent collective and really just other agents in general. I'm gonna tell you why it's so important for me to share this with as many agents as possible because it helps us all win. And I'll share that here in, in just a minute. But so by doing that, I actually started looking at what I'm going to share with you here last year, because see, the writing was on the wall right around April, May, when those interest rates started going up. And I remember it was Memorial Day weekend that I had a listing that hit the market. Every house that I put on the market prior to that um, had gone under contract that the weekend that it hit the market. This was the first house that not only didn't go in the contract that weekend, but we had the least amount of showings that I had had on a on a listing probably in the last five years. And it was OK, things are changing. So, you know, the, the, the interest rates are now starting to have an effect because here it is Memorial Day weekend. It's the time of the year where things are supposed to really ramp up. And they're slow. It looks like they're slowing down. And I noticed the the next listing that I had, same situation. The next listing that I had, same situation. 
So we had to make adjustments based off of what was currently happening. And so with that being the case, you know, again, many of those adjustments that we make right now on the market, on our listings is lowering the price. And, you know, in most cases, that may be the only thing that you have to be able to work with um, is being able to lower the price. And that was an adjustment because that's something that we had not had to do uh, in quite a while. But it was probably midsummer that I started talking to a friend of mine and he's a, a lender. And I was looking at, okay, here's the problem, higher interest rates. What is the solution? Everyone wants to be at say the 3.2 or the 2.75% interest rate that we were at at that time just six months ago. And now, you know, we're, we're more than a year and a half removed from those. And that's still the issue because the interest rates had just continued to go up. But everyone is, I mean, how many folks have just by show of hands have had a buyer say, well, I'm going to wait till the interest rates go down. All right. And again, and, and I say, okay, we, we can do that, but you're, you, we may have two years. And what do you mean down? Do you mean 3.25? Do you mean 2.75? Do you understand it took a pandemic <laughs> to get to those numbers? So I have to have a, a hard dose of reality to, to our buyers of understanding that what we saw in 2020 and 2021, we may not see in our lifetime again. And if we do, it's because something catastrophic may have happened again in order to be able to do that. So uh, the, from, from my perspective, it was like, okay, what solution can I bring to the table that will help people to get to 3.25 or whatever the case may be on a fixed um, interest rate? And it was assumable loans. Assumable loans have, like I said, they've been around. We've, I can tell you in Colorado, we actually have an area on the contract that you can check a box to delete it because it hasn't is normally not used but it's how you know the assumption the the terms for doing an assumption on a particular deal and for you know 20 some odd years that box went checked because it was not a part of any real estate transaction that i was doing until this year and so that was the area that i really started focusing on and one of the things that I, I realized, okay, if I can help someone to get into an assumable loan and they're they're taking over a sub 4% interest rate on the first mortgage and they're having, um, you know, they're cutting their, their mortgage payment uh, by a thousand or more dollars, then you know, I'm going to be um, a pretty sought after realtor for buyers in that regard. If I can show a seller that has a 3.25% interest rate or a 3.5% interest rate and their house is sitting on a market and I can show them how to make their house the most attractive house in the neighborhood, maybe not visually and aesthetically, but by that interest rate, being more than half of what everyone else, um, or excuse me, cut, cutting that interest rate by more than half of what everyone else is paying, then um, that that's something that I want to be able to market and I want to be able to advertise. And that's that's really where I've been working in that area. Now, if, if you haven't looked into assumables and you don't understand how they work, 
Uh, one of the things I will share with you in regards to that is you cannot do a conventional loan as as an assumption. It's only FHA, VA, and uh, in some cases, USDA uh, loans. Uh, and even with that being the case, if you have someone that has one of those three loans, uh, you still want them to check with their particular lender to make sure that from a contractual standpoint, they can, in fact, do an assumption loan uh, on that property. Now, while we're talking about that, let me just cover VA loans. Uh, VA loans can be assumed by another veteran. I actually have one right now where the, the assumption is being done by a non-veteran, so they don't have VA benefits. You can do that as well. But your seller has to go into an understanding that if they basically give their VA benefits to this, this uh, buyer, they lose their benefits for the time that um, th those buyers own the house. And unless they refi or they sell the house and it gets a whole new loan, at that point, they'll get their, their benefits back. Otherwise, they, they don't have them. So again, it's a, another area where, for me, um, huge adjustment in regards to my thinking around it. And then it was a matter of, like I said, I started this over a year ago and I really didn't implement it until the first of, of this year. And right now um, I'm on my third, uh, uh, actually um, VA that, that I'm doing right now. And uh, the, the difference has been, I've had houses that sat on the market without offering an assumption, they were just doing a traditional sale. And one of them had zero showings. One of them had very few showings. They priced it at the top of what the comps were coming in at. And uh, there was no movement. And I mean, for one of them was uh, over 30 days and we had zero showings. The moment that I talked to the, the, the homeowner, we talked about doing a VA assumable, we got the uh, the blessing from the current mortgage company, and we put it on MLS that this was an assumable loan at 3.25%. That weekend, not only did we have multiple showings, but we got three offers at the asking price that was not getting any showings previously. And that one is actually supposed to close this week. And the, uh, the other two, same situation. Uh, kind of sitting stagnant, but once we added assumable, all of a sudden, like I said, it became the most attractive house in the neighborhood. Uh, the one that's closing this week, the buyers on that, they're not VA, they're not veterans. They don't have VA benefits. The seller, because of the circumstances that they're in, are willing to give up those benefits. This buyer is saving $1,400 a month on their mortgage payment because they were looking at, at like a 7.5% interest rate, they went down to a 3.25% interest rate. The uh, the sellers on this had only owned the property for a little over a year. So there wasn't a whole lot of equity. And fortunately, the buyers had the, the, uh, the difference between what the, the first mortgage is and where the purchase price is, was about 45,000. So the, the buyers had the cash to be able to cover that difference. So that's the other thing that, that becomes very important with your buyers. It, they're going to have to somehow be able to come up with the funds of 
whatever the assumed amount is versus the purchase price, there's a, a gap of funds that have to be covered. Um, I can also tell you there's not many lenders that will do a second on an assumable. If you want to write this down, uh, I'm sure you have a guaranteed rate mortgage. Uh, it's a mortgage company here in Colorado, but I know that they're national. They are the only company that I've been able to find that has a an interest or um, uh, a loan that will cover uh, an assumable uh, first mortgage. And we've been working together, like I said, for about a year now um, in that area. So that that's one of those areas that I would definitely say you want to be able to um, work with work with your sellers if your houses are sitting on the market. Find out if they're FHA or VA loan. Um, if you're working with buyers, this is a, like I said, one of the things that I said I wanted to get buyers off of the fence and waiting is sharing the opportunity of being able to do a um, an assumable loan on a property because not only does it lower their like if they're if they're qualified for say 550 and they find a property at 550 if they've already qualified for 550 at five uh, or seven seven and a half percent they're going to qualify at three and a half percent you know with with uh, flying colors so um it's a great opportunity for them to either get a lower mortgage payment or in some instances, if they need to raise the price up, um, they're, they're actually going to qualify for more because their interest rate is so much lower. So this is something to start having conversations with uh, your buyers about. We're, we're actually starting to put on home buyer and home seller seminars solely focused around the assumable loan and understanding how it works. And this is why I was saying that the education piece, not only for the consumer, but I think more importantly for real estate agents is, is most important because the more of us that are familiar with assumable loans and how they work, uh, the more business that we're able to, to generate and, and keep the market moving. Because again, it has become a market where things have become much slower. Uh, and speaking of slower, I will tell you this, um, on an assumable, you have to be prepared to probably um, anywhere from 60 to 120 day closings. So they do take a bit longer. Uh, I'm hoping that the more common that they come within the mortgage realm, uh, the faster you know we can get on doing these. I, I actually had a company that told us it was going to be 120 days. We're actually not supposed to even be closed yet. We're we went on a contract, um, I believe, in late July. They told us it was going to be about early November, but we actually closed about three weeks ago on that property, and they they worked way great. Um, the lender was actually Penny Mac, and from what I've been told, I've talked to a, a couple of folks in the on the in the mortgage industry that have told me Penny Mac is one of the the best processors of assumables in the market right now. Um, so and they did a great job on it. I have another one that we went under contract in June and we're still waiting to close. So um, that's where I, it's going to be important for you to become proficient and have an understanding. Uh, every every um, assumable that I do, I get a third party authorization where I can talk to the mortgage company on behalf of my client, whether it's on the buy side or on the sell side. 
So you really do have to be involved because it is when it's a longer process like that, it obviously can be frustrating. Um, you know, buyers, I think, are willing to, to to go through the process because they know at the end of the road, they're getting an amazing um, interest rate and they're getting a, a much better mortgage payment. Sellers can tend to get a little bit more frustrated with the process because they want it to be done. Uh, so it helps to to become proficient in that area and and being able to just share you know a, as much information with your clients on understanding um, how those those areas work. With saying that, I'm gonna just I'm, I'm gonna say this and then I'll kind of move on to another area that I'm really working in that's been very successful for me as well. But I've actually just come across a company and I'm actually interviewing them this week. Um, but they are, so I have a transaction coordinator. We probably all have transaction coordinators that help us with our, our file. There's a brand new company that just started and they are a transaction coordinator solely for assumable loans. Two things came to mind when I, I found out about this company. Number one, there's a company that's been created that is spreading nationally. They just came into Colorado uh, maybe two weeks ago, but they're, they've been in other parts of the country over the last year. And the first thing that came to mind with that is, okay, I remember back in the short sale days where there were companies that built a business solely around short sales. And there was a time frame of about three, four years where short sales were a thing. So it tells me that they're looking at it kind of like I'm looking at it, that assumables probably for, I'm giving it two plus years, that that's gonna be a thing. It's gonna be an opportunity for sellers to be able to move their properties, for buyers to get in at a great interest rate. And you know, and now there are companies that are coming along that are you know taking, um, taking care of a lot of the stuff that honestly, you know, I'm not a fan of having to do because it's great being able to get the third party authorization, but if you've ever been on the phone with your mortgage company about a question, you know how long you can be on hold and, and waiting. And you can, you can imagine when you start doing multiple uh, assumables and you're having to make those calls, uh, it, it eats away at your day. So now to have a company that says, you know what, we focus on this. We take care of all of those, those aspects of the um uh, the the loan process, your your transaction coordinator that handles your documents, they don't even have to touch this. We we take care of all things on the assumable loan part of it. There they even have a website uh, right now where you can, um, as a buyer, you can search for homes that likely have FHA or VA loans that could be assumed. Uh, so it's uh, kind of like an MLS for FHA, VA, USDA homes. And that was a game changer for me because one of the lenders that I work with, we had created a list, Excel spreadsheet, a little bit more archaic than having a website. Um, and we, you know, we were sharing that with buyers, but now having a website that you can actually use um, is something that was, you know, it's a game changer. The, the name of the company is Rome. It's R-O-A-M. And I think the website is with W-I-T-H-R-O-A-M, withrome.com. 
And uh, I would also go on and take a look at uh, if I think I did a review of Rome and I found I don't know if they were like Good Morning America. It was like a national TV show that they were on. The CEO was on there and he was kind of sharing more about the company. I think that was over the summer. But uh, yeah, I would definitely take a deep dive into them uh, because if you're going to get into assumables, that is a, a a vital tool I think that you should have that you're using is having a company like that that can assist you with the the process. Because again, if it doesn't have to take up all of your time, then it makes even more sense to be able to to get into the assumable part. I'm just looking at the questions here. What is the website? Okay, so, yeah. So I got you there. Um, one of the the other things in regards to you know that that assumable aspect of it, um, I would definitely make sure that you know again you're you're getting your um, training so that you can share it with with your clients. You're 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 getting up to speed as to how the process works. Um, I would look guaranteed rate mortgage. Like I said, if you have one in your area right now, they have been the only company, every lender that I work with, I have reached out to them and said, Hey, do you do any type of second mortgage on an assumable guaranteed rate was the only company that I came across. And so you want to have, that's another you know tool that you want to have on your tool belt, because you're going to have that buyer that wants to take advantage of an assumable. And they don't have the $100,000 difference between the assumed price and what the new purchase price is. And what the guaranteed rate mortgage, what they, they will do a, a 90% LTV. Um, so it's basically 10% of the purchase price that your, your client would have to come up with. So hopefully in, in that instance, uh, I what I found in most instances, the the assumable loan, if, if they don't have the cash, um, they're still going to have to have a you know ten percent instead of three and a half or five percent. So in most cases, the ideal client is a, a client that is already selling a property and they you know make some pretty good equity off of their property, so they have the cash flow to be able to uh, even pay the ten percent. So uh, not every um, buyer, you know, I definitely don't think it's going to be for the first time home buyer that's looking for down payment assistance. Um, but I think there's still going to be a lot of buyers that this fits for. And, and like I said, once you put assumable on a, a property and you kind of get the details. Um, yeah, I do have a, a contact at the guaranteed rate here in Denver. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'll grab his number while I'm still talking here. Um, but you're, you're going to want to uh, just make sure that, um, you know, the financing part of it, you have that in place. And like I said, it's not going to fit for everyone, but um, those that don't have cash, you do have a financing opportunity for them uh, as well. Um, yeah, Rome is uh, an assumable transaction company. And I thought, like I said, I how I found out about them, I got a call from them just last week and they were calling in regards to one of my properties. And it's kind of funny, uh, they called because I had asked my seller multiple times 
um, is your your loan VA or excuse me FHA or conventional? And he told me over and over. He told me it was conventional. And when Rome called, they said, "Hey, we were looking at your property. We have a buyer that's interested um, in in your property, and it looks like it's FHA." And I was telling him, "No, well, you know, my client told me that it's not. It's conventional." Well, after I did some further digging, what I found is he he had a second mortgage for Chaffa is a down payment assistance program here in Colorado. And um, the the second loan, which was a silent second, was conventional. The first mortgage was an FHA. So it worked out perfect. And, um, you know, we have a buyer that's looking looking at it. And this is the property that I've been talking about that we recently just last week, we changed the the verbiage in MLS that we have an assumable um opportunity with it and um I mean once again the number of showings picked up this weekend so that's the other thing is making sure that your your clients are certain in regards to uh, the type of loan that they have as well having those conversations with them um, man, I've been going on and on about uh, assumables. The other one um, I wanted to share with you, and I'm going to put Rick's number in here while I'm saying this, is new construction. Um, now, we're all familiar with new construction, and I've probably been doing a lot of things in the new construction area. But I can tell you right now, builders are feeling the crunch just like anyone else. I, I've seen some phenomenal deals where it's been $75,000, $80,000 taken off of the purchase price. Many of them still have 4.99, 5.99% interest rate, 30-year fixed interest rates. So I would definitely say getting in contact and becoming friends with your area builders and finding out which one of those have some great deals because many of them are sitting on inventory. So you're looking at 30 day closes um, in those areas. Um, I right at 930 mark here. So I sorry I didn't get to go more into the, the new construction side of it. But you can see I'm really passionate about that assumable aspect because I think that it's a great opportunity that not many real estate agents are, are tapping into. We will be, I'm going to actually be putting on a training. Um, I, I'll put it into the Agent Collective and the Super Agents Collaborative, but I think it's November 3rd and it's going to be with Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. And I'm trying to get someone from Rome on that training as well. So we can really dive into all things assumable and make sure that, um, you know, if it's an opportunity that you see for yourself that you're getting, you know, connected with the right people to help your business grow there. All right. Well, I, um, uh, Liliana, you had a question. If Sorry, you... driving. I'm driving. Yes. So the question is, if the seller, the seller uh, needs to buy a house, so that means that the, the, the house that he's going to buy is, is going to be an investment house because his house is going to continue being in his name, right? No, no. The the when when we close on the assumable, it is a, it's transferred, and the responsibility and everything is transferred. Title, all those things. It's just like a a regular sale, except it's just assuming that assume. those previous terms. Awesome. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh,
Okay. All right, Courtney. And just reach out to me on the WhatsApp and I'll, I'll make sure to get you added to that. I haven't even put the event right together yet. So you haven't missed anything, but uh, yeah. And I, I will drop that in the agent collective and the super agents collaborative. And uh, thank you guys for being here. And I hope this was helpful for you. And like I said, I'm really excited for many agents growing in this area. Thanks and have a great rest of your Monday. Barry, Barry, can I ask you one, just one quick question? How do I get connected to your, this is Chad Stafford. I'm about to join EXP. Yeah. Uh, how do I, how do I get connected to the WhatsApp piece? I will, I'll drop you the the link today. Uh, I'll, I'll send it okay. in the messenger. All right. All right, cool. Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.